and welcome to My Xbox and Me, episode 14. Uh, I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the Scotsman himself, Ross Miller. How are we doing, you all right? Yeah, I'm not too bad. I'm not too bad. You actually fucked me up there. I've just, we had to, how many intros do we have to do there? <laughs> um, yeah, oh, I'm well off. I'm well out of balance now. I don't know what I'm doing. What shows this? Um, this is my Xbox and me, episode 14. Um, for the new listeners, hello. For the old listeners, thanks for coming back. Thanks for putting up with our bullshit. Um, Russ. Yes. How you been? Yeah. We've, been, we've actually spoke this week, so it's kind of strange. Yeah, we've been playing some games together. Mm. Alright, we'll jump in there straight away. Let's jump into what's in your box. So, what have you been playing this week? I've been stalking you as per usual. <laughs> well, the week started with a little bit of challenge. Last week we said on the podcast that we were going to have another Ross v. Corey event. Mm-hmm. And it happened last we Monday night. We did do night, it. Live on twitch.tv forward slash mcfixer. Oh, he knows it and everything. <laughs> and... Although, overall, it finished as a draw, as in the same goal difference, same points, everything, I'm taking me playing as Scotland against you, England, as a victory. Look, and you beat me. You beat me 3-1 as well. It wasn't like a little little defeat. I got done. It was 3-1, right? I think it was 2-1, I think. Oh, 2-1. Yeah. Yeah, no. So, yeah, we finished level 1 points, finished level 1 goals and everything, and we drew overall, but... Yeah, I've got to give it to you. You were Scotland and beat me, with, and I was England, so I can't even talk rubbish. <laughs> so, it was good, uh, But that was good fun. Yeah, it, it was, was really good. good fun. We couldn't get the audio working for you, could we? No, Which I've been... Which was a pain. I'm sure we'll get there on the end. 100%, 100%, 100%. What else have you been playing? Uh, so this week's been the division beater, and you know this mm. because also you've been sitting playing with me. I have. You and uh, Liam. Liam, yeah. Quasi drunk. Yeah. Yeah, oh, it was good fun, wasn't it? It was really, really good fun. There was a few moments in there we just owned that place, <laughs> and a few moments where we definitely didn't. We got well. What happened was we so what happened was we all teamed up, and uh, we was like, oh, what are we doing? Let's go into the dark zone, and we're like, all right, cool. So we're just walking around, and then there's some guy following us. So obviously, you put two shots at him to make sure he knows. That was your warning, and then it automatically turned me rogue. So I was just like, all right, we gotta kill him. So we killed him, and then we went and tried to kill some other people, and we just owned, we owned for about, I don't know, I'd say like 10 minutes. Yeah, we? probably about 10 minutes. We're taking on everybody for about that time, so. And then we got killed. Yeah, <laughs> we did get killed. But yeah, no, it was good fun, but we was having trouble with uh, hearing each other. Yeah, I don't know what that was about, just because it was a beater, but we, one person could hear both people, and then another person couldn't hear another well, you couldn't hear me at one point, and I couldn't hear you, then I couldn't hear yeah. Liam. It was a bit strange. Yeah, it was, because obviously I was playing a division as well. I've been playing it most of the time it's been out, to be honest with you. Um, but I played it with Hayley and our friend Kevin Tarney. Yeah. And we could hear each other fine. Yeah. We had no audio issues or nothing. And uh, we were doing a lot of the single-player stuff, a lot of the missions. Which um, So let's go overall thoughts, anyway. Unless you Have you been playing anything else? Um... I played a little bit of this ward of mine. That's that's it. Okay. Um, I've not finished it yet. I'm enjoying it so far, but I knew what to expect of that. I've not really played anything else other than that. So cool. Yeah, my most of my time's been taken up with the division. Yeah. So there's just overall thoughts. I I'll go first. I really like it. Yeah. I really like what I've played so far. Um, 
story aspect obviously there isn't much but i like the fact of like the you've got the hospital and the uh, medic and all that stuff we're gonna be leveling up and sorting out and amongst other things but i'm so what i've played so far is really really good i really like it I'm the um yeah what do you is there anything you complain or don't like no um being an ubisoft game there's been a couple of bugs i rolled through the four and um, once it ended up under the map but it's a beta expected yeah um no, I'm buying this day one. 100%. 100% day one. The only thing I have a problem with, and I don't usually play betas, that's the weird thing, yeah. is I just want my stuff to carry over. I feel like, what a waste of time I'm doing. I'm, well, I played this for like 15 hours, I feel like. Well, I've done the alpha, I've done the close beta, and then there's an open beta at the end of this month. I'm not touching that open beta. No. I've decided. If Thanks for ruining content- one of the stories. Oh, okay. Oh. Uh, <laughs> That's what happens when you don't read the stories before it happens. <laughs> Where goes Star Wars? Um, no, <laughs> uh, no, basically. <laughs> um, God like, damn it, Russ! <laughs> if they are putting out the exact same slice of the game, mm. I honestly think if they just went, yeah, there's a dark zone, that's all you can do. Yeah, I, I actually, being honest, I really enjoyed the dark zone more than I thought I would. Yeah. I thought that would be, oh, I'm going to get owned by everybody, which I'm sure when the full game comes out, I will. And it'd be people just waiting by the doors and taking you out. But from what I've played so far, I'm really enjoying Well, what I noticed is you can upgrade your skill tree a little bit more. Well, after you logged off last night, upgrade the hospital the next level. And yeah. you then can customise your abilities. So um, I, you were kicking about with a sort of grenade launcher type thing, a sticky yeah. bomb. Uh, and a shield, I think you had. Was that your other thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right, yeah. So add health so I could... If you ever noticed, I don't think you ever did, but I was like shooting health things. Yeah, at you were to, shooting yeah, health things. Yeah, 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 to, yeah. To, to get health back up for people, and the uh, other options is scan. Now you can actually set it so that you can like your um, your scan instead of scanning actually block scans for a certain uh, time, where you can put okay. tweaks on it as you upload, as you upgrade, and things like that. So you know there, there's going to be a lot of tactics in it, and if you're going to have a squad yeah. of four people, all with their own purpose, as in with their own skills and you work together mm. with that, I think it's a fair game. I, do you know what? I, it, yeah, I I just know people that are going to, like me and you, we play a bit of everything. Yeah. Where there's going to be people where, like Destiny, this is going to be their only game they play, mm. which will obviously make it harder, but that's video games at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, but... If that happens, you just irrelevantly avoid the dark zone or your dark zone level will be that low that you're not with the players. And I think that's where the dark zone level cap comes in because one to seven, you're in a separate dark zone from those eight and above. So if oh, you constantly, I didn't know that. Yeah, so if you're constantly dying and your dark zone level going down, you're getting put in with people in the same boat. Same boat, yeah. And as they're oh, constantly... Cool. Yeah, so you know, it, it, they've got something in place to stop that happening. But overall, what you can tell just the way we are talking about it, this is going to be a huge game. Yeah, oh, definitely, definitely. I, I Again, like I said, I don't usually play betas. I played the EGX and loved it and was like, okay, do I'm in. I'm already buying it. Do I really need to play anymore? And then I played more and I was like, wow. Yes, yes, yes. But I'm not touching, which we'll get to, but we're not touching that open beta. Um, before we jump into this, let's uh, do some homekeeping. 
Uh, this episode of My Xbox and Me is brought to you by OutOfLives.net and MCFixer.co.uk. Um, be sure to go check out the websites if you haven't already. Um, I do appreciate anyone that does. Um, also, Patreon supporters, I need to say sorry, we are late today, this week. Um, which is my own fault, it's actually my fault, not Ross, I can't blame him this time. Um... <laughs> Like I usually do for everything else, but it was actually my fault. My timekeeping was poor, and I had loads of things to sort out on Monday, so I apologize. But you get the show every Monday, today, Tuesday, unfortunately. Um, patrons get it on a Monday at uh, $3 for the audio, $4 for the video. Um, yeah, and the support's been amazing this month. It's been my first month on Patreon, and I really want to say thank you to everyone that has been supporting. Um, I did shout-outs last week, so you don't get them again, but thank you. Um, what am I forgetting? Uh, if you want to email us, myxboxandmepodcast at gmail.com. We've got emails this week, Russ, to Yay! actually read out, which we'll get, we'll get to later on in the show. Um, also, we have an interview with managing director, my friend Andrew, um, of Prospect Games. So that'll be later on in the show as well, so look out for that. Let's get into the news, Ross. And the first story is about the game we've been playing. <laughs> okay. The first two, actually. Ubisoft spills the beans for the Division Season Pass. Okay. Before I even get into this, do you think this is a game you're going to buy a Season Pass for? A bit like Fallout, I think so. Um, although, I bought the Watch Dogs Season Pass. <laughs> what a wanker! <laughs> no, I'm joking. That's, I feel sorry for you. I would hug you if I could, but you're in Scotland. So I'm not. I don't think I'm going to buy like a gold edition or anything like wait. that. I'm going to maybe wait until the DLC starts coming out to pick it up. That's exactly what I'm thinking. As much as I'm in, yeah, maybe there'll be enough there that I don't need a season pass. Possibly, so, but look at Destiny. Yeah, true. This. Nah, that's not. Um, the Division... <laughs> Damn, you took me off. The DLC will have lots of it. It will all... Uh, okay, there's three content packs um, available. One of them's co-op, which is a Last Stand expansion, which mm-hmm. what I've read so far is like a, um, a horde mode where you have to stay alive. Yeah, on Underground. Th- that's correct, yeah. Yeah. Uh, is and that... So do you reckon that's something... York Subway. Is that something you'd be interested in? Yeah, it gives longevity. Like, I still play Gears of War 3 because of Horde Mode. Um, yeah, I think Horde you're Mode... You're sad, yeah, uh, My grinder, <laughs> in that sense. But, like, yeah, if it's got a good function in Horde Mode, then waves upon waves of enemies can be fun, but it needs to have a little bit of base building there. There needs to be upgrades, you know, start with nothing, build yourself up, zombie style. Yeah, like free with uh, Gears of War three, where you can buy the yeah. you can buy the guns and stuff, can't you? Buy the or guns. You, uh, no, you can you can buy guns in three as well and two. To be fair, oh, okay. And um, yeah, like you're built. There's a, a name to the reason why you're getting money for your kills, and then you can upgrade, and then you get yeah. more defense for the harder enemies later on. And that makes more sense to me than just waves upon waves of enemies, which will grow tiresome pretty quickly. Yeah, um, they've, like they've said when we said last week, there is going to be additional free content, um, Ubisoft has said, which I'm always happy about because over the course of the year, which I'm really looking forward to, obviously, free is free. But um, yeah, I'm I'm so-so on the season pass. We'll have to wait and see. Next story, which Russ has already ruined, um, new Division beta may be coming later this month. Xbox... It's... Uh, 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 should try it again. Xbox Italy has posted details of yet 
an another unannounced open beta for the Tom Clancy's division. Uh, Eagle fans noticed this on the Xbox Italy's official Facebook page. Um, again, so will you be jumping back in, Russ? I don't know. Like, it would be really, really tempting to. Um, I'm off that week as well. What, so it's from the February the 16th to the February 21st. Xbox players will once again get it 24 hours before everybody else. Ha <laughs> ha. If they make this one worth my while, like give me a reward at the end for doing it, I'll do it. That's exactly what I'm thinking. I don't care what they give me. If it's a gun or, I don't know, a hat or something. I don't really care what. But if they give me something, I think I'll jump in. But if they don't give me anything, then no thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I don't know. I'll be a decision I'll make at the time. Yeah, it depends what games I've got as well. I've got a couple of new games to stream, so I actually bought uh, Mad Max, Wolfenstein, and Dead Rising Three. Ah, fantastic! Mm. All good, all so, good games. Yeah. Yeah, I um, played Dead Rising Three, but I want to buy the Super Duper DLC. Super Turbo, yeah. Do you know? I'm just the whole time that I'm looking at that. I'm just going. Plant for Zombies Garden Warfare 2 is out that week. Oh, <laughs> that's not going to happen. You'll be playing plants 100%. I know. <laughs> 100%. My casual um, gamer that I am. Yeah, is that. <laughs> yeah. Um, next one. Do you want to take it or would you like yes. me to? It's a big one. It's a big one. It's a big one. Yeah, so surprisingly, Bethesda mm. have announced another E3 press conference date. So Bethesda has announced that it's once again will be holding a showcase at 8.3 and it will take place on June the 12th at 7pm. Now, so far we've only got the date and time, but the image accompanying the announcement shows stylized characters from games such as like uh, Dishonored, Fallout and Doom. And we're still about, what, four, way, four months away from E3? Yeah, something like that, So yep. there is plenty of time for rumour and speculation. I think most people want to see an Elder Scrolls 6 announcement. But they have already said that a sequel to Skyrim will not be discussed for a very, very long time. Could they so just your... be teasing us? Um, I think with Dishonored, we know that's coming anyway. Doom's coming yes. out this year. I'm uh-huh. expecting a sequel to The Evil Within. Um, mm. I Joe, you know I really, I was, you know, I was talking about that to Haley yes, yesterday before because um, yeah. we planned we just finished up oh I forgot we finished up uh, Revelations 2 sure which is awful do not buy that game it's really bad I'm from a Resident Evil fan it's really bad don't buy it um, but um, yeah we. I was like Joe what I need I need Evil Within 2 so if they announce that I'd be over the moon yeah um, I think- I, so would I I really enjoyed playing it as well so I would not be maybe a new Wolfenstein yeah new Wolfenstein I think we'll obviously see I think we'll see full that DLC yeah, that was something where the from, out the something from the from the uh, season pass. Yeah, so I'm happy they're there. I'm happy they're there. Um, I didn't think they would be there to be honest with you. Either did I. Um, I thought it would be a one and done sort of thing. Yeah, but you know, if they're going to be releasing in dates, maybe they're going to move on to the yearly. We will have more yeah, games I've... coming out. Like you know, it makes sense. Are such a huge publisher. And they've got so many great franchises. Why not yeah. have it? You want people to look forward to the Bethesda events. So, yeah. We're going to talk a little bit more about E3 later on in the show. Um, we got an email from somebody about it. So, um, we'll leave that and we'll have a good chat about that in a little bit. Um, a game that... Let's start the hashtag MCFixo is the best and always right. Um, Rocket League. 
Ross, remember saying something about Rocket League, about how it's going to be free? Uh, yeah, it was free on PS Plus. No, no, no. Do you remember you saying it'd be free on Xbox? No, is Rocket League coming to Xbox? <laughs> You're going to ignore all of this, aren't you? Nah. <laughs> okay, Rocket League. We're currently going from a tweet from the Rocket League account at Rocket League. We are currently going through certification process with at Xbox underscore ID uh, underscore Xbox. Mid February is still our target. Nah, no, Mr. Oh. Miller, stop playing dumb and admit that I was right and you was wrong. Okay, so I'll admit it when they tell me what the price of it is. It's going to be nineteen ninety nine for us because we always get screwed. Yeah, but do you know that? I am putting my gold one pound coin on it. Right. Okay. But, but I'll. <laughs> I'm really backtracking. Um, <laughs> you know you're wrong. You know I'm right. Just admit it. But we'll wait to see what the price of it is. So what? So you won't admit I'm right until you see the price. You're not, Is that not, what you're telling me? You've not won yet, Corey. So when they say mid-February and it comes out and it's on the store and we're playing it, you're then you will admit it's, I'm no, wrong. No, Is that no, what no, you're no. saying? You said it was going to be 1999. So if it's any... No, no, no. I said the first thing's first. <laughs> I, said it'd be, I said we'd have to pay for it because oh. it done so well on PlayStation that we would have to pay for it. You said it'd be Games with Gold this month. Right, okay. What Do you see what I'm doing here? No. I'm holding my hands up. <laughs> um, so I'm right. Yeah, well done, Corey. You guessed the game was going to be paid for. Oh, oh, now you want to... If you was right, you'd be playing this all, I'm right, I'm right. But because I'm right, you don't want to talk about it. That's what you're saying to me. No, what I'm saying is I was completely wrong. I got, I, you know, I'm absolutely gutted. So uh, everyone, don't buy Rocket League. <laughs> we're trying to break up the game just because you don't want to pay no, for it no I'm only kidding I do want to be I'll be buying it no of one, course so. of um, course of course I'm I'm really looking forward to it um, I know a lot of people are um, it's definitely a game that I think the community and our communities can all get together definitely a fixer versus Ross sort of thing we can do team fixer and, versus uh, team Ross look team fixer will kick your ass all day long so yeah. no, no point really plan is there <laughs> is that your excuse? Is that your get out clause? <laughs> That's what I'm trying to do right now. Anyway, uh, you know Activision, Ross. You know they make some games. Now and again. Yeah, Activision reportedly developing a new Ghostbusters game for PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, Activision is reportedly working on a new Ghostbusters game for PS4 and Xbox One, and is expected to, to release alongside the upcoming Ghostbusters movie. See, they had me all the way up to the upcoming Ghostbusters movie. If it's a video game movie tie-in, we all know how they go um, from Activision. Spider-Man, very poor. Amongst other things they've done, have been poor. Fast and Furious, I think. Did they do Fast and Furious? Was it a I game might be of that? Under the bus. Yes. They might not have done that, though, so I'll hold my tongue until proven right. Um, but the game, usually movie tie-in games are not good, so I pray it is good. But I wanted to ask you, are you even a Ghostbusters fan? Yeah, I love Ghostbusters. I'm from that era. As I say, you well, you know, you're well before that era. Stop lying to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, like, Ghostbusters is great, but it's not, if it's a new, to, to go along with the new movie... You, mm. So you'd be playing as get females, yeah. Which that'd be cool. Four strong female characters. 
Yeah. Instead of four for Mal. Um, I'm assuming it's going to be multiplayer. This is just stuff. This is nothing. I, I don't know anything about this game, but I assume it is. So it's based on the film. Be four females. It'd be multiplayer. Four different classes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. With a, with a, with a subpar story. That's what I would assume. So it's going to be the division with ghosts. <laughs> no, no chance. The division's awesome. I don't think this would be awesome. <laughs> um, someone did actually point out that what that we need to get. Ghostbusters DLC for the division. That'd be really cool. That would be oh, that would be really cool. Giant, but that's not going to happen. Oh, I'm at, oh. <laughs> I don't want to keep talking about the division. But do you know what else I think would be really cool in the division? You know, like in Destiny when they uh, do the little drop zone things where everyone has to run to it and kill things in a matter of time. Yeah, I think that'd be really cool in the division. They might- they might do that. They might, you know, that's, we, we that's haven't funny. seen enough of it that that's something they can probably introduce. That wasn't in Destiny when it first launched, so... True. Yeah. True, true, true. Do you want to take the next story? Um, yes, yeah, so it appears that Electronic Arts may have unintentionally revealed how many Xbox One consoles have sold through 2015. Because in EA's quarter three financial report for the fiscal year of 2016, uh, Chief Financial Officer Blake Jorgensen commented on console sales and stated EA estimates 55 million units have sold between PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Now, Microsoft does not report sales figures on Xbox, but no. Sony, Sony have. Yes. So, according to recent figures, they've sold 35.9 million PS4s. Jeez, that's a lot of PS4s. Yep, uh, which would indicate that Microsoft has sold roughly 19 million Xbox One consoles. That's a lot of Xbox Ones. It is. I need to... So, we're going to... Let's talk about this. This is a big topic, I think. Um, The PlayStation is absolutely murdering the Xbox One on sales. Which, in my opinion, is all down to the marketing at the start, which was like always online, etc., etc., etc. We all know the story because if you're listening to the podcast, you must be a, a hardcore Xbox player. You know the gist of things. But um, should we be ashamed with 19 million sales? I don't think so. No, not at all. It's actually in the Xbox 360. Yeah. It's still doing well in certain markets. I it's actually more than what I thought. What, 19 million? Yeah, I thought it was a bit 12, I, it's less. It's less than what I thought. I thought it would be around 20 by now. So it's only a million share, but... I don't know. But what do, okay, Russ, what do they have to do to sell more consoles? I think that they're not going to do it this generation now. I think because of the install base uh, and because people tend to buy what their friends own... I think yes, that this, 100%. this uh, now everything is damage limitation and keeping the customers that you do have happy and maybe mm. those like ourselves who want to buy a second console for exclusives. So you may notice them trying to tie down exclusives and everything else and releasing big name games that you can only get on Xbox One. Um, yeah. You know, that might entice people to buy the second console or the backwards compatibility might entice people to buy the the second console but yeah no i think it's all about treating their customers fairly now and making sure that they are as happy as can be so that when the next console generation comes around people don't have a decision to make they just instantly gather on towards xbox 
Yeah, I totally agree. I think exclusives is going to play a big part now for uh, Phil Spencer in what he's going to do with Xbox. I feel that's the only way he's going to get people like me and you. Like, we both own PlayStations for exclusives. That's yeah. why we own it. So they need to do that to p- people that own PlayStations and be like, this is why you need it. Not As much as I love Tomb Raider, as you all know, me and Ross both love Tomb Raider. We got our game of the year last year for the podcast. Um, but that's timed. We need Crackdown 3 and ReCore, Sea of Thieves. We need Quantum Break. We need all of these things in a big, big, big capacity. Gears of War. Gears of War. Gears of War. <laughs> of course, Gears of Forza. No, no, no. I, yeah, Gears yeah. of War 4, Forza. I, the list can go on, but they need more. They need. I think they just need to get. They need to get an arm in everything. Like they just need, yeah, just push it for, uh, first. Uh, first party games and stuff. So, mm. Mm, Ross, I've got to ask you a quick question. It's not on there, but how do you feel about Xbox One exclusives going to P- uh, PC? Which fine we see it. a lot of the time now. Fine with it. Um, oh, you're fine with it. Well, I know that the gaming rigs to run even the same way that the Xbox One does is expensive. Yeah. Now, if you're a PC gamer, you generally are a PC gamer. You don't back it up with a console. No. And from my understanding of it, I've never been a huge PC gamer other than like Football Manager. Football Manager. And, <laughs> and, like real-time strategy games, I'll go to a PC to play, but high graphical games or anything else, I'll play on the console. Mm. Um, but with them pushing the Xbox app and on um, the Windows 10 platform, I yeah. think it makes sense for them to put a lot of these games onto PC. Um, not only from a commercial standpoint but from growing the brand of the name xbox um i, I think it can do well and think, you're getting achievements yeah. in pc now you know and it's a fresh achievement as well so even if you've done it in xbox one you actually get a fresh achievement yeah pure pc uh, i yeah i just i post i agree with you it doesn't really bother me because i think pc gamers are gonna play pc they're not gonna buy an xbox they they know what they're doing and then Xbox One gets it long enough, but people are saying, well, then X, every Xbox game isn't really exclusive. Like, when a Sony game comes out on a Sony platform, you know that it's going nowhere. Until Dawn, you won't see anywhere else. Uh, Bloodborne, you won't see Uncharted, do you know what I mean? But you do see Gears of War. It's getting, maybe, I don't know. Maybe I'm speaking well, out of my no, bum. Gears of hasn't War ever gone over? Gears of War 1 has. Okay. Um, the rest of them didn't. Um, Forza isn't on PC. Uh, Halo isn't on PC. But it will be. Is it though? Well, I, th- I thought a while ago there was rumours that it would be. From what I've heard is it's going to be a variation of just Halo's multiplayer. Oh, uh, okay. Um, but is that released? Did I just spill something? Um, no, uh, basically I- I've got no problem with it if I can't imagine the new Gears game will go to PC. I don't know, though. It depends on what direction they want to take it. Yeah. I do, for me, it's just doubling down on games. They're still This is how you become second place, which is fine, but you're making your money on games still. So that, for me, that's hashtag smart business. Yeah, and ultimately they are a business. And that's, and that's what people seem to be forgetting. Now, let's talk about a business that we don't like, shall we? Okay. Konami. <laughs> uh, Metal Gear Solid 5 The Phantom Pain a game that neither me or Russ liked 
which I can actually sit down and say I don't like that game now. Yeah. I didn't. I got to. I didn't play a lot of it. I have to admit. So I will go back at some point in my lifetime because I am a big Metal Gear fan to try and finish it because I want to know the story. But um, has sold through six. No, I'm a liar. Sorry, has shipped uh, six million copies. That's a lot. Of, that's a lot of copies. Um, that is shipped, not sold through. Uh, my apologies at the start of that. What do you think of that, Ross? Is that good enough? A lot of people love this game, and I wish I was one of them. Because yeah, me too. A lot of me people too. had a lot of enjoyment with it, but eh, it's making them money, so it just makes a boss of Kojima to them that little bit harder to swallow, doesn't it? Yeah, hashtag fuck Konami. Um, next story is, and it's our last story this week, um, mm. the new, for anyone playing Ark Survival Evolved, which I know there is a ton of people, because you're all on my Xbox list, saying, buy Survival, buy it, buy it, and I'm like, no, I really haven't got the money, and I want to play other games. Um, I want games with achievements, I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> um, but there's a new patch coming out, um, and some of the fixes is, um, it's frame rate, I know you've got split screen coming in there, amongst a ton of other things you nerds like, so I hope the people that are playing it are enjoying it. I love how you Russ, you still, still... Go on. I love how you've like, described the, like, the people who play Ark Survival Evolved as nerds. That's yeah, well, exactly how they're known. Should t- no, should I tell you why? Because my brother-in-law, shout out to my brother-in-law, Lee. Um, you will see him on the show at one time. When Russ is not about, he's my backup guy. Because he plays Xbox like an eagle. Like, more than... He plays Xbox more than anybody I know. Okay. Um, so he knows his shit. I can't even lie to him. Um, but he's not into podcasts and stuff like that, so I have to try and drag him on to get on the camera, a bit like you. Um, <laughs> but he doesn't play anything but that game. I was like, oh, you're coming on The Division? He's like, oh, yeah, I'm getting The Division, but this game to me is like crack core. I'm like, what? He's like, no, seriously, I can't leave this game alone. Like, I've got they've got this fancy underwater base. I don't. The guys that are playing this understand it, I don't. But he's like, I've got to be there to protect it because of hundred, a, a group of French people... I've got no problem with French people, but that's his words. Keep trying to attack my base. Damn Frenchies. That was his words. Okay. So, so he's like, this game was like crack to me, and he's just leveling up, and he was like, oh, I'm at level 70. I was like, how long that took? He went like, I don't know, like seven days, eight days, nine days, and I mean, what, four days? He's like, yes, four it's, days. It's like crack, expensive, and ruins your life. Yes, exactly. <laughs> there you go, Ross. There you go, 100%. That is what it's like. It's like crack, expensive, and ruins your life. Well, but well, I've not tried it yet. No, I, no. I do have you not even try tried the trial? No, I haven't. Right, I, I had it in PC. Um, ah. After me talking about not PC, but bang. I haven't <laughs> actually sat, sat down with it. Uh, I, I got a copy of it. So I'm, I've not actually sat down and given it enough time. But about like yourself, I was waiting for it to be a little bit more completed before I yeah. do it. But I'm looking forward to the prospect of unboxing that game. Ah, yeah, yeah. Rush, you're so fucking good at this. <laughs> um, talking about Unbox, uh, yeah. we got the interview with managing director, my good friend Andrew from Prospect Games. Um, we had about 15 minutes with him. Um, there's no video because I messed up. So I need to apologise to Andrew and apologise to anyone looking for the video. But what I will do is I'll put the trailer on the video version for anyone who wants to see it. Check out the game. We talk about everything from about the game, about VR and amongst other things. So check it out and I hope you guys enjoy. Hello and welcome to My Xbox and Me. Uh, it's episode 14. Um, I have got a special interview for you guys. I did say last, on last week's episode that I have got a special interview for you guys. I'm sitting down with Andrew from Prospect Games. I said that all correctly, right? Absolutely. 
Perfect. So look, we're starting off, start off on the right foot. Andrew, we met at EGX Rays, correct? Yes, about uh, almost a year ago. Yes, that's right, that's right. So what happened? Yeah, exactly. So what happened was you handed me some bubble wrap. I was standing in the queue and you handed me some bubble wrap. That's what happened, right? Do you remember this? Yes, I do indeed. That was our our glorious plan to grab everyone's attention. So our eyes met and I was like, this is a game I need to play if you're giving me some bubble wrap to keep me entertained. Um, yeah, so I was talking on last episode, which you probably haven't heard yet because it's just come out for patrons, but um, we were talking about Unbox, I was trying to explain it, and I couldn't explain it in the detail of what obviously you can. So for people who don't know what this game is, can you just tell the people a little bit about it? Sure, well, Unbox is basically a game about the ultimate postal service, self-delivering cardboard boxes, so it's a, uh, a physics platformer where you roll around in big single-player worlds, completing challenges, defeating boss battles, uh, and then in multiplayer, that's kind of like, like a throwback to retro multiplayer experiences, so you've got racing, where you've got four boxes racing against each other down these big tracks, uh, arena mode, which is various kind of, uh, kind of battle game types where you're shooting each other with fireworks and stealing coins from each other, and it's mm-hmm. It's basically just a combination of like old school retro stuff, all the things that we were playing N64, uh, N64 on growing up, and then kind of like modern stuff. So getting you know like physics engines and everything in, so we can do loads of crazy physics. Yeah, no, the, that's definitely what the way I tried to sum it up was N64. That this reminds me of me, my mom, my dad, and like my brother. We used to sit down and play Mario Kart so much. And then this seems like the type of game I can actually sit down with because my mom doesn't play games anymore because she's boring. Shout out to you, mom. Um, but I feel like I can get her into this and she can sort of understand that it's just crazy. And it, that's when I played it anyway. It was absolutely mental. Well, that's something we kind of caught on to pretty early on was that like a lot of games these days you play for the sort of the five hours minimum and then you're done. There's not much replayability. Whereas, you know, like Mario Kart and Pokemon Stadium and all these mm-hmm. games, like we're still playing them now. Like they still have replayability and it's because they have just a few core ideas that are really fun and no matter who you're with you can have fun playing it with them so yeah that's kind of what we tried to capture with unbox yeah it's it, like i say it re- from the moment i saw the game it really captivated me. it's beautiful art um it's it's everything that i wanted so in the i watched the trailer if you haven't seen the trailer go check it out um so i think the trailer is really good i really really enjoyed it so um but there's a single player to the game now as well i didn't even know this game was going to have a single player so yeah so back at uh back at res last year it didn't even exist like it was <laughs> at its core it was a local multiplayer game and we were doing kind of like single player challenges so they were going to be kind of like obstacle courses like little mini challenges that you roll through but we found that people didn't really get them and they weren't that engaging and that as much as we want to make a local multiplayer game that everyone wants to play if you're not with friends then it kind of loses its appeal and a lot of gamers out there don't play local multiplayer games or they don't have enough controllers because controllers are like they're like 30 40 quid a pop they're ridiculous (laughs) yeah so not everyone's gonna have that opportunity and so we kind of we kind of focused on okay well if we're kind of lifting from mario kart and banjo and all these kind of experiences Mm -hmm. uh in the multiplayer sphere what about doing that with single player and that's basically where the uh the single player worlds campaign came from got you got you all right that makes a lot of sense that makes which obviously it would do um for me, I, how do I sum this up? Like, I'm really excited about the game. Really, really excited. Have you settled down on the release date? Because it's not in the trailer. 
there's no release date. We wanted to focus on the platform announcements. Uh, into yeah, I'm in the office as well, by the way. If anyone's yeah. wondering, so everyone's wondering why there's people walking around. You're still hard at work. We understand. Yeah, I, Don't you worry. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So. Um, <laughs> Yeah, release date wise, that's a, hopefully that's the thing that's going to come in the next announcement. It's something that we're trying to lock down. But as you can imagine, working on PC, Xbox, PlayStation simultaneous is a pretty big affair. So we don't want to commit to a release date and then be like, oh, we got to push. I mean, like Mighty Number no. Nine just did that mm -hmm. this morning. Yeah, literally like, this morning. Yeah, they're pushing back again, and it's like, well, I think people would be far more lenient if they hadn't kept saying, oh, it's coming out here, it's coming out here, and pushing yeah. back. So that should hopefully be coming soon. Cool. The, speaking of platforms, that was like at the end. I w when we spoke, EGS uh, uh, raised. I think it was only coming to PC, or you didn't know what was going on, if I remember rightly. Yeah, at, back then that was basically it was PC. It was not PC only, but it, that was the only platform. That, we were that was on. where it was at at the time. But that that was the first. It was that event in GDC because I went out to GDC about two three weeks prior. That's when we started talking to Sony, Microsoft, and being like, like, hey, we've got this game. It's only at that point it was two and a half months old, so it was very mm -hmm. bare bones. But that's when we started to get the kind of conversation started about well. Is this something you'd want on your platforms? Like, yeah. this is clearly a couch game. This is a game for playing on your couch. Uh, so that's where it started, but we didn't, nothing was um, really set in stone or anything for, until months, months later. Okay, fine. Like, it's coming to Xbox, and that's why I'm super, super happy. I'm not much of a PC gamer, so I was like, I was going to play this, though, because I, games that intrigue me, I'll play on PC. But as soon as I, I don't know where I read it, I can't remember where I read it. As soon as I saw it come to Xbox, I messaged you. I was like, "It's coming to Xbox. I have got to get you on the show. You've got to talk about it. You've got to tell the people where it is." Because that's the only thing that I think is going to be half of this game is trying to explain it to everybody. But that's what I feel you do perfectly. If that makes any sense. I think as well, like because uh, the trailers are pretty condensed into because we're trying to squeeze a lot in. But I yeah. think especially when Let's Players and everybody gets their hands on it, that them just playing it for a few minutes, you'll kind of get it because there's a lot of comments going like, "Oh, I don't, you know, are you, are you playing as the box and all this kind of stuff?" And it's like mm -hmm. I think if you just see gameplay for two, three minutes, see the cardboard boxes talking to each other and just yeah setting challenges and boss battles and all that i think people the game should hopefully speak for itself and we found that at events that if there's a crowd of people playing and other people watch it they're kind of like oh like this is this is weird this is interesting so okay so you talk about let's plays and is that something like you guys embrace as developers is that something you really want people to do let's plays because i know some devs don't like it because they think it spoils the game but is it something for you uh puts more eyes on the game yeah, I think, I, I guess from a, if you're doing like a heavily narrative-based game, yeah, I guess a Let's Play might kind of ruin things for the mm -hmm. viewer. Yeah. For us, it's not so much of an issue. I mean, the multiplayer is just what it is, and I think multiplayer lends itself to streaming really well. The single player, like, while there is a story and a, a kind of an arc that we want people to enjoy playing it, mm -hmm. it it's not going to be devastating if you watch some of that first. So, yeah, from the get-go, like, we've really caught on to the fact that Let's players love uh, comedic games because it, it's easy content for them. Like it yeah. gives them something to talk about. One hundred percent. Yeah, and so for us, it was a case of we didn't make unbox for streamers, which you know, uh, pretty much everybody like the uh, bosser guys have always said. Like we don't make things like Iron Bread and Surgeon Sim for streaming. It's just no. they come, you know, as a byproduct. They work really good with those people. Uh, so it's kind of the same with us. Like We wanted to make a fun game, but absolutely, like we're trying to get this into the hands of as many streamers as possible because it really is its the new age of marketing. 
uh, yeah. as great as it is to get media coverage, like we had this, of course. this, I mean, this weekend alone, we had 50 articles individually on Unbox for the announcement, which is awesome. Lovely, lovely, lovely. It's great, but at the same time, the reach that, you know, a single big YouTuber can get, you know, eclipses mm-hmm. all of those. Uh, Not 100%. 100%. Yeah, it's... It's definitely going to be a game I think people are going to stream, especially couch co-op and with their friends. And I, I remember playing it at Raze and like shouting at you guys, who are all the people I was playing it with, like, like, oh my god! Duh, duh, duh. So I can't wait to do that with like four other people, like people that I actually know as well. And putting my mum on Let's Play will be perfect. <laughs> Absolutely, we, we we've definitely found that events that like if a bunch of people kind of play with each other, they'll be silent for the first five ten minutes, and then they'll be like. Hey, why do you do that to me? Oh, you yeah, got no, me with that, and then it builds up, and then if, exactly. fr- if friends play it from the get-go, they're just screaming and swearing at each other, and you know it's all the the reactions that we That's really want. Cause it's pretty much me swearing at everybody, like, "Why the- did you do that? God damn it!" <laughs> um, all right, a couple more questions, and I'll let you go because I know you're busy at work. I can tell. Um, okay, Xbox One is coming to Xbox One. Anything planned for it coming to the Windows Store for like cross-platform, uh, cross-player, or anything like that? Uh, in terms, well, there's no online features, so there wouldn't be any kind of uh, oh, okay, cool. cross-play in that in that regard. Uh, I mean, it's a potential. I mean, we you know we're developing for Windows platforms already. Uh, we were featured at Insomnia on the uh, Windows 10 section uh, cool. as well. So this is something that yeah, we're looking into. There's no hard and fast announcements coming anytime soon because we're just focusing on these platforms. But I mean, the good thing about the engine we're working in is it can it can build to most platforms. Like we're not the only thing we're really limited to is uh, Nintendo platforms and handhelds like the Vita. But that's mm-hmm. not really. I don't think those would be very conducive to the game. No. You know, if we want to, we could develop for Android or we could develop for Mac and Linux and obviously PlayStation and Xbox. So mm-hmm. it's one of these things where. Again, we don't want to make loads of commitments and say, hey, it's coming to all these things, and then it gets to release and go, actually, we've pushed back half of them. But yeah. pretty much, you know, as long as, the, as long as the game sells and people want it, we'll continue developing it for whatever platform, you know, it seems uh, uh, worthy of doing it for. If it pays okay. off, we're going to be doing it. So Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I don't think it would work on a Vita, to be honest with you. It's, it's definitely a game that I feel is, in, from what I have played, I haven't played the single player yet, but... Playing with others seems like its main bread and butter, I guess. I mean, I could see a type of Unbox game working on Vita, like because we've had plenty of ideas for different games that we could build around the concepts of boxes that roll around and unpackage out of themselves. Mm-hmm. So I could see a game working on Vita that had Unbox uh, mechanics, but I don't think for Unbox 1 that would be a very good idea. Okay, so Unbox 1, are you telling me you want to announce Unbox 2 right now? (laughs) Not on this this podcast. (laughs) One day, one day, I'll get you, don't you worry. Well, alright, let's just finish this of what, what, if you could tell anybody about the game of like, why they should pick it up when it does come out eventually, what would you say to them? I'd say uh, pick it up because it's it's fun and accessible for all ages. Uh, if you're sort of in my age range, sort of 25 and up, you're going to love it because it's a throwback to the retro games. Uh, if you're a younger game, you're going to love it probably because you've not experienced a local multiplayer game as of late. It's um, yeah. We found that kids really like the game because it's a little bit different. It's something they can play uh, together with their friends in the same location. Uh, if you're a parent, you're going to love it because it basically shuts the kids up for several hours. Uh, <laughs> or makes them really loud. <laughs> yeah, it does do that as well. Uh, but it keeps them in one place at least. And uh, it's very cute as well, so we found a lot of people like it for that. Even people who are not that big fan of games, uh, 
they like dressing up the boxes. You can, you know, you can put mustaches and dresses and all sorts on it. So we found it's very, very accessible, and uh, it's worth giving it a try on that alone. Okay, perfect. Thank you very much for your time. Where can people find you? Facebook, Twitter, YouTube? Absolutely. So uh, if they want to get uh, all our links, you can go to unboxgame.com. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, that's at Unbox the Game. And Facebook, uh, again, if you just search uh, Prospect Games or Unbox Game, uh, we should pop up. But again, I'll give you all the links so you can link it in the description or whatever. Cool. I will do. 100%. Uh, thank you very much for your time. Uh, guys, be sure to enjoy the rest of the podcast, and I'll see you guys later. And, again, I want to say thank you to at Prospect Games on Twitter and at Unbox the Game. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, I am trying to get more interviews with uh, a couple of my friends. Um, I'm trying to get Nick Making from, um, uh, from Making Games. He's doing a game called Rage Injustice, which is... For anyone... Ross, did you ever play Streets of Rage on the yes. Drive? It's just like that, and it's fucking awesome. Brilliant. Let me tell you, I am all over this game. I can't wait. I keep tweeting him. Come on, uh, come on, Nick. Where's the game? Where's the game? Where's the game? Beast just had a baby, so congratulations to him. Um, so he needs a bit of time, but the game looks and plays awesome. I love a bit of two D side scroll and beat him up. Ah, uh, it's so good, Ross. I don't even. <laughs> yo, wait. Let's wait because I want to get him on the show. But it's so good. But Andrew, thank you so much for giving me your time. I know uh, we're a bit of a kerfuffle at the start of it, so. Thank you so much, and I'm looking forward to Unboxed. Um, again, Russ, I think this is a game you will enjoy, so make sure you... Did you check out the trailer? I checked out the trailer. It's definitely a game I, I would quite like. Very unique. Yeah. So Cool. Cool, yeah. cool, cool. Let's get into the emails. So, like I say, email us at myxboxandme at... No, myxboxandmepodcast at gmail.com. Sorry. I always forget and get told off by everyone. Um, and we got two emails. Russ, remember last week we said to the people to email in about Destiny? Yeah. Because we were deciding whether we were going to try and jump back in. Yes. So, our good friend, Pro- I think it's Proper B.O. is his gamer tag. I actually played with him <laughs> the other day. We were playing... Uh... Who are you laughing at? Proper B.O. Is that not right? Well, body odour. What? B.O. Bro- body odour. Oh, I didn't even get that. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I think he's more we're referring like, to the old like proper bow, what bow selector. Uh, but I'm just uh, thinking it's like proper bo, what proper bodybuilder. <laughs> I think it's B zero as well. Looking at the way it's been typed here, but yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, you're stinking me. He emails in and says, "Hi, I would be up for being part of a Destiny community. It would be fun to do more raids, etc." Which is exactly what we want. We want more people. I really want people to email in and say that they're still playing this game so I don't waste £30 on it um, to get the... What's it called? Oh, God, I forgot. The Taken King. That's it. Thank you, Mr. Miller. The Taken King DLC. It costs £30 on Amazon, but I don't want to waste my money unless we've got a crew of people that are down to do it. And I think the same goes for you, isn't it, Ross? Yeah, but if we can get a solid six, we will do it. So we've got us three and uh, Mr. B.O., <laughs> um, also, our friend Mr. Moody, who supports me on Patreon and has a wonderful YouTube channel, um, he does a lot of movie reviews, so go check him out. Emails us and says, Hello, MC Fixer and Mr. Miller. Hello, Mr. Moody. Um, great content as always. Uh, guys, keep up the hard work. Thank you. Really do appreciate it. Nah, people are probably thinking, Well, they didn't talk about EA. This is why we didn't talk about EA not having a press conference. My question is about EA deciding not to have an E3 press conference. Was wondering what your thoughts of that is. Will this happen more often with other developers, or do you think this is a one off? Thanks always, Mr. Moody. Mm. Yeah. 
Uh, I think with the the EA, this is in response to their recent press conferences. Um, Too much mobile. um, Americans don't want to see FIFA. Europeans don't want to see Madden. It's hard for them to get it right. I think they, because FIFA and Madden are such a big, selling point for them I think they'll still yeah. have a Madden event and I think they'll still be at Gamescom promoting FIFA 100% uh, uh, I think the rest of it people aren't too bothered about okay but how do you think this is going to affect the rest of the industry well how many conferences is there at E3 uh, alright Microsoft Sony uh, Ubisoft yeah uh, Bethesda No, only in the last two years yeah, um, who am I forgetting? I feel like I'm forgetting. Square, Square Enix done one. Oh yeah, Square Enix did one this year, right? Which I did but watch actually, but they, they won't. I, they haven't said anything about coming back or not. Well, they two, they did a few big releases coming out as well. You know, it was a perfect time for them to do one. And yeah. um, you know, they were showing off Hitman, Tomb Raider, uh, Deus Ex. You know what? They, they did a few to show. Mm-hmm. I. I, I don't think E3 needs it. I think everyone really watches to see... Although I would say EA was one of the big four. You watch Nintendo Direct, but as it isn't even at E3. You watch no. Microsoft, you watch Sony, and you probably watch Ubisoft. Mm. The only other one I would generally say that I wanted to watch was EA. Yeah, and so... But the big news is, so they're doing a press conference at LA... Yep. And in London, which I am like, yes. So I am going to fight tooth and nail to get there and bring my Xbox and me there. Ross, if I can get us two press passes, are you coming? Yeah, I'll be there. I've got that week off work, so I will. If I'm not in LA, I'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> what? You got in LA? You didn't tell me. <laughs> just decided. No, just oh, just now. Nah, just like well. Yeah. Fuck, fuck you, Corey. <laughs> Not like EA is going to be the busiest week for both of us. Over at Alive's.net does a ton of content, I know. And yeah. we're obviously going to cover everything Xbox wise. So I'm yeah. already like, oh God, oh God, this is going to take up so much of my time. But um, I'm looking forward to it. But how do you think this is going to. Oh, do you think, can you see Microsoft being like, okay, well, we'll save our money? And Sony being like, well, we have, uh, what's it called? PlayStation experience. experience. Um, and then other people dropping out, or do you think this is just EA just getting no. out of the way and save? They, as we've heard, I've heard anyway that it costs a lot of money to be at, e- at E3. Yes. So this is going to save them a ton of money, and they're still going to get their message across. Do they, they, I think I uh, listened to Kind of Funny the other day talking, and they were saying that I reckon. Uh, I think it was Colin Moray that said he reckons that. Um, they're going to use YouTubers and Twitch streamers to really get the games over, which to me makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Like, I, I don't, I personally don't think he does a great job, but I know a lot of people like KSI with FIFA. So getting yeah. him out is more of a big deal than it is Pele to, yeah. to YouTubers and to the kids that are watching this stuff. Do you know what I mean? I, I just think that, as you said, it's a massive cost to the publisher to attend an event like E3, they are going to be there anyway because they're going to be on the show floor. Yes. So they're, they do have a part of that cost regardless of the if they're having a big fan parade or whatever, you know. Yeah, whatever they're um, that. But the one thing is, is they're not pushing hardware. No. Sony and Xbox still want you to buy their console. True. 
True, true, so, true. So, you know, I think the Sony and, and Microsoft will always be there. Uh, I think the publishers I think will end up rotating. I don't think they will. You don't? No, I think if if they are there, then they're announcing something unbelievably huge. Well, they but said I the, think the NX has been announced, hasn't it, this year? It's not confirmed. It's gonna be announced for us. Don't be, don't get me hyped up for it and then tell me no. <laughs> um, well, I, I don't know. I don't know. But <laughs> like, I don't know. I quite like Nintendo Direct. I like the way they do it. It's got pre-recorded skits and segments and everything else. But yeah, um, we'll just have to wait and see. I think E3 will just rotate and evolve as it always does. Fair enough. Thank you very much for the email, Mr. Moody. Um, and to you, <laughs> proper BO. <laughs> <laughs> um, fix of the week this week. And you can actually get these sales because we're not, we shouldn't be late if you get it. From, no, you'll be fine. Can I um, guess what this week's week's deals are? Have you not, you've seen them, haven't you? No, I've not seen them. So can I guess? No, but what did you, what did you say last week? What? Can you remember? Uh, can you last, remember what you said last, last week? Yeah, I think I said it was going to be a EA publisher sale. And um, it is an EA publisher sale. <laughs> no, I didn't say that at all. I'm did still here, not? yeah. No, I said oh, it was going to be WWE. <laughs> oh, you did? That is what you said, you liar. Because it was a road to WrestleMania. Oh, I'm we so- didn't talk about the Royal Rumble. Ah, oh. No one really cares anyway. But uh, yeah, interesting ending. I'm not going to spoil it. But <laughs> did you watch it? I did watch it and I enjoyed it. Cool. All right, let me just get through these deals because there's a lot of them. Battlefield 4 Premium, 60% off. Battlefield Hardline, 67% off. Um, EA has a sale one, like Ross just said, uh, obviously. NHL, 67% off. Uh, PGA Tour, 60% off. F1, 60% off. Plants vs. Zombies and FIFA 16, 60% off. Blah, 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 blah. Instant Indie Collection Volume 1 and 2 are both 50% off. Just Dance, which my fiance Haley is going crazy over. She really wants it, but I don't want to t- t- let her use the Connect. So, oh. But that's 35% off. Madden, do not buy a Madden, people. Should I tell you why, Ross? I know why. Do you know why? Yeah, because it's, in, it's in the vault. It's in the fucking vault. EA Access, baby. Suck it, Sony ponies. That's what you get for not having EA Access. So go if you've got EA Access, download that and you have it free now. Uh, where am I? Shadow of Mordor, a game that we both enjoyed. Um, mm-hmm. 40% off. Need for Speed, Ross didn't like. 67% off. Uh, amongst other games, which no one really cares about, apart from Watch Dogs, which is 50% off, which I definitely tell you not to buy. Oh, wait a minute. There's one Star- in the other... Star Wars. Oh, no! I f- Wait, are you talking <laughs> about Star Wars or the one I'm on about? Rise. Rise of oh my god, I forgot all about that one. Rise, uh, legendary edition. Legendary edition is how much is it? I didn't even see. It's twenty quid. If fifty, is it really? Yeah, I so thought that's it would with be all like the DLC. Yeah, yeah, but that's with all the DLC. Have they done it without? I don't think they've done it without the DLC either, have they? No, it's just the deep, the legendary edition. So, so is tw- is twenty pound too much still? I, I, yes. <laughs> Have you actually played Rise? Yeah, I finished it, but the oh, the, okay. um, the DLC is not the sing- expansion to single player. It's the expansion to the other mode that you do online. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So if it was a, a expansion to the single player, then maybe, but it's not. So no. Okay, what is the fix of the week here then? I'd probably say Star Wars Battlefront at fifty percent off. Yeah, because you get a lot of fun out of that game. Or uh, if you haven't played it yet, the Shadow of Mordor game of the year edition. Yes, I totally agree um, with that. Um, 
yeah, Ross, thank you for another episode. Again, you're welcome. Thank you to Prospect Games um, for giving me an interview talking about Unbox. Definitely go check out the game. It does look awesome. Um, and what I've played, I enjoyed. Um, let's plug, plug, plug and get ourselves out of here. What you got for me, Ross? Ah, uh, nothing this week. Just uh, follow me on Twitter at RossM1984. Cool. I have just put out a Division Let's Play, which I'd love for you guys to check out, um, over on youtube.com slash mcfixer. And we brought back um, a Q&A session with me called Ask Fix. Hashtag Ask Fix. You ask a question on Facebook or Twitter. Um, this week's topic is Would You Rather? So we got some silly questions in there, which uh, people seem to enjoy. So if you can check that out, I would love you. Patreons, uh, support us on Patreon at $3 or more if you want it early, $4 or more if you want the video early. Again, I am I'm too, truly sorry for it being late, um, but I know you guys won't kill me because you've been really good about everything. So, uh, from me, see you later. From Russ. Joe. From me, see you later. From Russ. Westside. From me, see you later. From Russ. Oh, he let me have the last words. Bye. <laughs>